Welcome to the Roadman Cycling Podcast. My name is Anthony Walsh. Six days a week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you on your journey towards health, happiness, and longevity. Now let's get into the show. A few years ago, I saw a huge gap in the market for an app that was like a cycling coach, but in your pocket. I knew that AI was ultimately going to be the best coach in the world, and I spent about two years of my life trying to make this app happen. Unfortunately for me, it didn't happen. But ever since then, I've kept a really close eye on this space to see if anyone else could succeed where I failed. The Breakaway app caught my attention a couple of months ago because Christian van der Velde, yep, the Christian van der Velde who came fourth in the Tour de France, is one of the co-founders. And it seems that the Breakaway have created the ultimate cycling training companion and they're bringing low-cost coaching to the masses. You'll know from listening to the podcast that my pet peeve is when cyclists head out the door with no plan, no goal, and just roll around without an objective. Don't be that guy! The Breakaway app looks at all your historic training data and it builds a plan around your strengths and weaknesses, so you're always going to have the perfect session. They also have integrations which I'm really excited about, Whoop and Aura Ring. The reason I've previously ditched my wearables is because the data just wasn't informing my training. No longer the case. Head on over to roadmantrial.com and you can download their app for free. That's roadmantrial, R-O-A-D-M-A-N-T-R-I-A-L.com and download the app for free. The link to this is in today's show notes. Well, hello, all you beautiful cyclists. Now, today I want to talk about something a little bit embarrassing. Now, before you switch off, I'm not going to overshare again about saddle sores. <laughs> today, I want to talk about being dropped or getting dropped. And getting dropped in road cycling is basically when you can't maintain the pace of the cycling group, and that results in you falling behind and riding alone. And the fear of being dropped during a group group ride. It does. It looms large in the minds of many new cyclists in particular and more experienced cyclists, I guess, as well. It actually can act as a kind of barrier that dissuades potential club members from joining in on the amazing fun and crack that the group ride is. This prospect of trailing behind or holding everybody else up, it can really be kind of a paralyzing force and it does deter people from even considering to join a cycling community but like most fears the apprehension of getting dropped can be conquered both in your mind and on the road but few cycling experiences evoke as much fear as the dreaded scenario of getting dropped If you do get dropped, expect to get a little bit of slagging about it. And that's all part of the fun. But it is that awful feeling, you know, as your legs and your lungs, you can feel them approaching their limits. And the wheel that you've been following in front of you, it just starts to gradually slip away (laughs) inch by inch. And that panic that you're feeling, it just morphs into this sinking feeling of helplessness and then ultimately frustration. And the seemingly very straightforward explanation is that you get dropped when your strength falters but really it's a very nuanced interplay of loads of factors that you can trace back to the very beginning of your ride actually maybe it all started a week before the group ride because you got bad sleep you made some bad food choices you're not hydrated enough maybe your bike needs a little bit of love mechanically and you didn't bother to do that 
but strengthening your physical prowess on the bike and your tactical acumen and your mental fortitude, well, that's going to extend your ability to hang on in there in the group, even when you're with a group of faster riders. And that's me. Every Saturday I ride with a group of people, guys and girls, and they are all stronger than me. So I have learned to become, as I always say, a little bit cute, a little bit cunning, a little bit sly. And today I want to drop my tips so you can go, you can get the confidence to join that great ride and not get dropped. Well, actually, you might get dropped, but I'll tell you what to do then too. (laughs) Okay, so to stave off this disheartening experience of getting dropped, I have some strategies for you for before the ride, during the ride and after the spin that's going to help you to stay with the bunch. And while that final burst of energy or that effort may have been the straw that broke the camel's back and you just cracked and couldn't hold the wheel anymore. It's actually the culmination of loads of small behaviours that actually lead you to that critical point of watching the group ride away from you. So here are a couple of tips. Let's jump in. So first things first is positioning and navigating the dynamics of a cycling group really does involve mastering the art of positioning. This is a skill that's going to massively impact your ability to avoid getting dropped. The cardinal rule in cycling, in smart cycling, is don't expend excessive energy at the front unless it's absolutely necessary. Understand before you leave. Be prepared. Understand your route. Understand the wind direction. Understand impending inclines. All of that knowledge is going to empower you to make strategic decisions about when to push on, when to ride in the front or when to conserve energy. So plan your route and be knowledgeable about the route that your group ride is taking. Now also consider this, the rider's position behind you in the group, they are conserving around 30% more energy than you're expending. And 30% is really even on the conservative end. It can go up to 40%. And this surplus energy that you're using and they're not becomes their crucial reserve, especially when they're now facing into the next climb or the next increase in effort. And while cycling etiquette, it really emphasizes equal front work distribution. If you're on the weaker side, the collective goal should be to prevent anyone from being dropped. So we have this sense of camaraderie within the group. And if you're not staying up front as long as other people, and if somebody questions that, resist the pressure to stay out front for longer and that because that's going to completely exceed your capabilities you're going to run out of energy and you're going to get dropped and just explain to them that you're new and you don't want to get dropped you don't want to blow and if they're still giving out it's a them problem just ignore them now it's also a brilliant idea for newbies if you're nervous and you're joining a group to find an experienced rider and stay tucked in on their wheel. When I first started, I was really fortunate because I learned to sit on a wheel on Anthony's wheel and he's very steady. He's a very steady rider. He's very predictable. So what you need to do is try and find a person with a reliable wheel. And that looks like somebody who is 
very consistent, consistent pedaling actions, someone who's avoiding any erratic behaviors, someone who's not braking suddenly or swerving, someone who's not pedaling really fast and then freewheeling. That's somebody you kind of want to stay away from, to be honest. So have a look at the other riders in your group. Pick somebody that you think looks quite good and quite reliable and try and stay on their wheel so you feel a little bit safer. The other thing that I see a lot of is new riders They'll stay at the very back of the group. And even though riding at the back might kind of seem like a safe haven for you, it can backfire because if you're positioned towards the front, well, that's going to allow a couple of more riders pass you before you're potentially dropped. That means you've got a couple of more opportunities to latch on to passing wheels and stay connected with the pack. And that might just delay the inevitable moment of being dropped. I like to stay mid-pack if I'm having an off day, if I'm not feeling very, very strong. This means I'm not getting any wind in my face and I'm also not getting dropped when the group goes around corners. And I like to call this mid-pack area the lounge because I think this is where you can really control your effort the most. So middle of the pack is a good spot to be in if you're struggling a little bit or if you're a little bit nervous about being dropped. Next up, and you knew I was going to say this, feeling can you all hear me in the back I am so sick of harping on about fueling but you have got to eat on your rides because sustaining yourself adequately during a group ride is the most important thing that you can do and neglecting fueling you are definitely going to get dropped if you're not eating if you're not hydrating on the spin and maintaining your energy levels it just cannot be overstated and if eating when you're in the middle of the group feels daunting maybe for those couple of minutes while you're eating move yourself down to the back for as I said a few minutes get the food down your throat and then try and get back into mid-pack or when the group stops at a traffic light take that opportunity to eat don't start chatting to your mate beside you don't start zoning out get busy getting food out and shoving it down your throat so for rides of about 90 minutes or more you need 60 grams of carbs per hour that's roughly two bananas per hour and to be honest if you're at risk of getting dropped because you're fumbling around with bars or gels find yourself a really good carb sports drink for your bottle and focus on that rather than fiddling around with getting stuff out of your pockets and talking about getting stuff out of your pockets the next thing that is going to help you to not get dropped on a group ride is upping your skills elevating your cycling skills is really as crucial as improving your fitness level and when you hone these abilities it can be a real game changer in avoiding that dreaded scenario of getting dropped and yeah of course physical strength that's going to help but mastering all of these various cycling skills is equally vital and you need to become proficient in cornering and this is the one that I struggle with the most. I am bad at taking corners so a gap appears between the group and me when we corner therefore I'm making all of these really really tough accelerations to catch back on and if I have to do that 30 or 40 times during a ride 
that eventually saps me of all of my energy. So proficiency in cornering is very, very important. You also really need to get comfortable and seamless with eating and drinking while riding. You know, reaching back, grabbing gloves out of your pockets, taking gloves on and off, maybe taking a jacket off while you're on the move. And all of these are going to contribute to a smoother, more efficient ride. And therefore, you're not going to get dropped. And if you neglect those skills, it's going to lead very quickly to separation from the group, especially during critical moments like descents. Or what I also see a lot is navigating technical sections like riding through towns. And the consequences of these type of lapses, well, it's twofold, really. Not only are you going to risk being dropped for good and having to make your own way home, But if you do feel like you can chase to get back on, it's kind of like me in the corners, those efforts required to bridge that gap and rejoin the group, it's a lot of expenditure of energy. So I implore you to invest some time and effort in refining a couple of cycling skills. It's an investment really in your ability to comfortably stay within the pack and not only make sure that you keep up with the group's pace, but it'll also contribute to this beautiful overall fluidity of the group ride and the absolute joy that is the group spin. So just kind of remember, yes, fitness is important, of course, but you want to become a well-rounded cyclist. And finally, what you got to do is harden the f*** up. Now, excuse my French here, but this is really important. You must have the ability to suffer. You really do. You can't wuss out when the going gets tough. In cycling, mental resilience is a powerful tool. It's going to elevate your performance. It's going to help you navigate those challenges of getting dropped during a group ride. When the pace intensifies, adopting a mentality as if it was almost maybe you're in a race and you're just thinking, okay, this is, we're coming up to the the finish line here. I got to push. I can stay on this. It's going to be over soon. That can be a game changer. Give absolutely everything you have to stay with the pack and know that eventually the group is going to decelerate and that's going to allow you to recover within the draft. The pain is not going to last forever. So just stick in there. What I like to tell new people on our group spin is be obsessed with holding the wheel even if it hurts like hell, don't drop the wheel and embrace that momentary discomfort. As I said, understand that these brief, decisive accelerations, they're often going to dictate the outcome of your day. So if you just hang in there, hang tough, dig deep and stay in that wheel, that is going to be the difference of you getting dropped, making your own way home or staying with the group and having an amazing afternoon. And I know that having this mental fortitude, it's absolutely key because if you're faced with this disheartening side of the group pulling away, rather than succumbing to those negative thoughts, that negative inner monologue I have sometimes, I know all about this. I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't. Focus on the controllable and positive aspects. That's what I've started doing recently. I focus on my proper technique on the bike. I focus on my pedaling, on my cadence. I focus on engaging my core strength so I'm not rocking on the bike. And I focus on breathing. And I turn that negativity into determination, or I try to. And this 
can really salvage your day. It will salvage your mood. It'll salvage your ride. And perhaps it can propel you back to the forefront instead of just accepting defeat and that you're going to be rolling home on your own. Okay, but what to do if you do get dropped? If you have to make your own way home or you spend the rest of the ride with a more experienced or stronger rider giving you a push, that little hand of God push on your back, which is a lifesaver, just know that every single cyclist, regardless of their skill level or their experience, has faced moments of being dropped. One crap ride, a subpar ride, doesn't define your abilities and shouldn't put you off ever going back on that group ride again. Instead of dwelling on that one performance, use it as a learning experience and go back and analyze your patterns. Have a think back to your physical and mental state. Have a think about your fueling strategy and your hydration strategy and be honest, is your bike well maintained and could that be making your life a little bit harder? And have a think about upping your skills, putting all of that into your training, particularly if you constantly struggle or you get dropped in specific terrain or you can think of specific scenarios where you're constantly getting dropped. That old saying, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, really does hold true and embrace those challenges and embrace that discomfort of being dropped. All of this will position you for massive growth, not just in cycling, but in your mental fortitude. And don't be afraid to go riding with those stronger cyclists. Those limits, those struggles, and even finishing last, it's going to help build both your mental and your physical strength. And that is all going to foster improvement and mental resilience for next weekend when you go back out with that group ride. I win or I learn. It's a quote that was brought to my attention a few weeks ago by a guest on the podcast. I win or I learn. And I absolutely love that. Okay, folks, that's all for me today. I am going to be back next week with Anthony for newbie questions as per usual. But in the meantime, if you're missing me, you can catch me over on Twitter at Sarah Ann Egan. Safe pedaling, you gorgeous cyclists. Mwah.